How's Hi. it going? Good. How are I getting, you? I was getting worried that you were going to come on, but then you said no need to worry. Oh, right on time, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it like went with the song. <laughs> How are you doing, Jackie Mendez? I'm good. I'm just chilling. You know, yeah. I was at home, still at home. And you? How are you? Doing pretty good. Well, my as my wife calls you, Jackie motherfucking Mendez. <laughs> nice. I should change that. Yeah, that should be your, your new screen. <laughs> so um, before we jump into anything, you know, I just want to go ahead and kind of explain a little bit what the show's about for people who don't know. So right. uh, I started this off for, you know, musicians to be able to, you know, give advice to other musicians, um, either to, you know, help them out or, you know, someone's like struggling at the time, don't know what to do, or they just, you know, need advice that they cut out early. <laughs> so um definitely you know let's have some random questions for you so hopefully you know just you have a couple of drinks relax chill just a <laughs> normal conversation yeah i'm super down i have my trulies oh nothing crazy you know but it's my wife was I, funny I, I can't get I too a... crazy tonight i gotta work tomorrow oh all right <laughs> we're chilling you know yeah my my wife is making fun of me she's like oh you're gonna be embarrassed to drink trulies on on screen <laughs> i was like yeah a little bit <laughs> Yeah, it's but, Wednesday, you know. It's a Trulies kind of night. <laughs> there you go. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for being here, taking time out of your schedule to be here. Oh, this no, thank you for really having me, Thank no, you. Of course. So <laughs> let's go ahead and jump into some uh, questions for you. Um, pretty much, let's start off with the basic, you know, questions you get all the time. Where did you get your start? What started you in music? Um. So for me, it started pretty much, I want to say, towards middle school i started just i picked up the guitar because my mm -hmm. dad enjoys playing and all that so that's how it started i just decided to just grab it one day and uh yeah. i don't know it's pretty much history from there i started playing guitar and um just i never got lessons really it was just more like i thought i knew what i was doing but i wasn't <laughs> and then um from there i think just being inspired by you know, different bands that I was into at the time. Yeah. I kind of just took it upon myself. You know, I always enjoyed singing, but I was really, you know, shy about it. And I think just getting into like, you know, the music that I was into kind of gave me the confidence because you see other people that you kind of get inspired by do it and it kind of gives you like, you know, that pick me up. So yeah, I decided to just sing and play and write, start writing songs. And then before I know it, I'm in, you know, playing in bands, doing, you know, the whole backyard thing. And I just never stopped, man. I just kept it going. What was your, Wherever uh, it kind of took me, I just kind of went with it, you know? So, but that's pretty much how it started, you know, during middle school, mostly high school when I started performing and then, um, okay. Yeah, that, that was pretty much the start right there, being in, like, the bands and playing backyards. That's, like, the beginning of it. What was, like, the the main artist or band that you felt, like, really, you know, you copied, you try to be, like, you want to dress like? <laughs> Definitely. I think the band that did that for me was No Doubt. Um, okay. Like, early No Doubt. And uh, I feel like there was a bunch of other bands that I was into, but I think as far as having somebody to look up to, that was definitely the band for me because obviously they had the Gwen as the front woman and I think just watching her, you know, do her thing and be so confident and it kind of, you know, inspired me to want to do the same. Like, okay. Definitely. So, yeah, you're saying that you picked up guitar and then so when did you start, you know, noticing that 
you know, you had a voice too, and you really, you know, you knew that could be something for you. Um, you know, my dad was the one that actually pointed it out. I was about, I want to say like eight years old or something. I was wow. super small and I didn't even realize it. I think I was just, you know, having fun. He had like this yeah. little karaoke machine and uh, it was kind of like an interesting uh, setup the way the house was. So there was another room that was separated from the rest of the house. And that's where mm -hmm. like the karaoke machine was. And at one point there was a drum set and like the guitars and like just a bunch of random stuff in there. And so I would go in there because, you know, if no one was in there, it'd be like, perfect. You know, I, want, I was, <laughs> like I said, I was really shy, but it was like, you know, my fun time. So I would go in there and sing songs. And then I think my dad just started hearing me um, just sing. And he kind of told me like, Mia, you could sing, like sing this song or do that. Yeah. And I don't know. I guess I just didn't really realize that I was what I was doing. I was just like having fun. And then, um, I think maybe around middle school, I started kind of wanting to sing more, but nothing where I wanted to perform or sing in front of people. It took me a long time. I was pretty shy. Yeah. Like when my dad would tell me, sing for the family or do this, like, <laughs> like he it's was trying to moment, show me yeah. off or something. <laughs> I was like, no, I don't want to. Like, I would just like run away. And I don't know. I just had like this, I felt embarrassed to do it. And then I think it wasn't until you know, I got older that I got a little more ballsy and just said, screw it, I'm going to go for it. <laughs> you started getting that um, liquid courage and then you started singing a little more. I, mean, <laughs> I didn't drink until I was out of high school. Or oh, I, really? <laughs> yeah, I was a late bloomer. Um, so, yeah, during that time, I think it was just getting more comfortable with who I was and just going for it. I mean, everybody, you know, has their first, the first time you perform, you're like freaking out, you're nervous. Yeah. It took totally. me a while to get, you know, comfortable, but I think what makes me kind of just forget about that is just really getting into the music and having fun. Yeah. I think that's what it's all about for sure. Definitely. So uh, you're kind of our modern day Selena, sounds like your dad had all the instruments around. Oh my God. You just picked it up and started singing, right? Well, I mean, it didn't happen that easily, but <laughs> it, was, it didn't sound that good, to be honest. I didn't know what I was doing. I thought, like, because it sounded like the song. Yeah. I just, it was all my ear, you know? I just would uh, play whatever I could, whatever sounded like the song, but I doubt I was doing it right. Yeah, I know I wasn't. I was like, I started playing like one string at a time. And mm -hmm. from there, I just kind of kept going and learning just by, you know, watching people and stuff. Oh, Hazy said anything for Jackie's. I know I'm trying to read, but I'm like, it's going pretty quick. I'm trying to read, you know? Yeah. Aw, hi, Kat. Hi, Liz. Those are the homies right there. My cousin so, Cindy's here. Um, and yeah, I'm not going to read everybody's name. But you get the point. <laughs> so how was it your first band? How did you get started off? Like, how did you meet your first band? So the first band, um, it was in high school. And I was actually in marching band. I was, mm -hmm. in, I was a band nerd, sixth grade to senior year. <laughs> and, uh, you know, my thing was I want a ska band like mm -hmm. and of course when you're in band you know horn players so you're like yeah. you're gonna be in my band because you're the only horn player i freaking know <laughs> but yeah. it was cool because at the time you know there were my friends already and 
they were pretty much getting into the same stuff. So I had two friends in band, Jessica and Abe, and um, they both played trombone. Mm -hmm. And then I had my other friend, Heather. She was actually the singer. And then I wanted to play bass. I didn't want to be the lead singer. So I was like all about being a bass oh, wow. player at the time. Yeah, I was really into bass. I don't know. I You're think all about I was that like bass? a Blink-182 fan when I was younger too. <laughs> And um, I think just like seeing them play, I was like, oh man, the bass looks fun. I want, I want to play bass. So, yeah. <laughs> so I just wanted to be the bass player. And then, yeah, just a bunch of friends, you know, that I went to school with. I just kind of told them, hey, let's start a band and, you know, let's cover some songs. But we, I started writing songs too. And oh, I would nice. just kind of tell them like, hey, this is what I have and let's do it, you know, and it was just a lot of fun. That's pretty much how it started. We were called the Super Nothings. <laughs> so, um, <laughs> yeah, Super Third Wave, Scott. The, uh, the, like, beginning, the high school band names were the best. Like, mine was uh, cheating. <laughs> it's like, oh, my God, why? <laughs> but it's cute, you know? We, we were having fun. So that was my first band. That was the first <laughs> band ever that I had. You're kind of just like, hey, let's, for fun, let's jam around. Yeah, and... let's jam out and... I was Someone's super like, excited. Hey, we have a I backyard just, party. Do you guys play yeah, at a backyard we, party? Um, actually, our first show was Battle of the Bands at my high oh, school. Yeah, damn. and it was pretty crazy because obviously everybody you know is gonna be there. Yeah. So you know that adds to the the nervous feeling, and then um, but it was exciting for me too, because honestly, I don't think there was any other bands there with females in it. It was like mostly all dudes. Yeah. So we stood out a lot and then it didn't help that we were wearing like bright pink shirts and <laughs> we had like, <laughs> you know, our own thing going and we were like the only ska band there or band, yeah. you know, playing that style of music. So that was pretty cool too. So that was our first show. Um, that was like the first year they did it too. So it was a perfect opportunity to just be like, oh, let's join it, screw it. And it wasn't even about the competition or oh i want we want to win we just wanted yeah. to play and, and it happened for us so that was cool that was our first show ever my first that's show pretty, ever actually yeah, that's yeah. pretty crazy for your first show to be like a battle of the bands because you know mm -hmm. like they, the whole like you said the whole school is going to be there mostly and like, yeah yeah and know. it was funny because i didn't even think twice i was like dude we have to do it like it's at our high school it's right there yeah you know why not like and then all our friends can come it was a lot of fun you it's know? free. I wonder if anybody has it was free or was it? I don't know actually. I don't remember. I don't remember at all. But uh I'm sure somebody recorded it, but I've never seen oh, it. Man. I don't know if I want to. <laughs> but um yeah. It's probably was, up on YouTube somewhere, I'm sure we can find it. Oh my god, I would die. I'd be like, Who the hell posted this without telling me? <laughs> I'm like, we're gonna pull it up right now, real quick. <laughs> Oh my gosh. Yeah. So that was the first show. First of the many. We did like little parties, you know, and backyards. That was little, like La, around like San Gabriel Valley, like La Puente, Baldwin Park, like El Monte, South El Monte. We did like small little backyard shows, but those yeah. were always really fun. No snappers? So that's kind of how. Hmm? No snappers? You remember Flyers? Used to say oh, that? yeah. Yeah. There's a page <laughs> called that. And I followed that page too. And they would post like all the old school flyers. So that was dope. But um Man, yeah, I'm glad you said much. that because 
I always tell my wife, I said, remember Flyers say no snappers? And she was like, no, I don't remember that. And I, was, I swear no? to God, they always said no snappers. All no drama, no snappers. Respect <laughs> the pad. <laughs> all this other BYOB. <laughs> yeah. So one thing you brought up that um, I talked to Hazy Chaos when I had them on here was kind of um, being a woman in the industry. So was it, like you said at the time, you know, it was different. Your first show, it was different. Mm -hmm. You kind of stood out. I'm yeah. sure there was times where it's been really tough as well, too. Like, can you remember any times where, you know, kind of got put down, like going to Guitar Center and they're like, triangles in the back, lady. <laughs> you know what? I think the only thing I can think of, um, probably just, you know, getting to the venues back in the day, showing up and they're like, oh, uh, it's this much. And you're like, oh, I'm actually, you know with the band they're all oh are you the plus one <laughs> no like, <laughs> i'm in the band like you know yeah. i I'm, i play and i sing yeah <laughs> so that was probably like kind of the the most common thing that would happen like people would just assume like you're like the you know friend or girlfriend or whatever it may be like you know showing up on the yeah. guest list or something they would automatically think that so and then oh, i'm trying to think if there's anything else um what about like I mean, positive positive yeah because i mean obviously i feel I mean, like i could honestly think luckily I, I feel like i could think of more positive things um i feel like you know along the way you kind of inspire other women to like want to do the same thing because they see you do it and uh yeah i think that's the main thing is just you know kind of inspiring other women and building each other up because they see you on stage or yeah you know and i'm the type like i'd be i would befriend everybody as if especially if they were like another girl in a band or like i was always all about that like empowerment and just like yeah. you know being cool and kind of you know empowering each other and kind of having that like community you know yeah mm -hmm. so uh Speaking of which, what was it like the first time you got a, you got asked for your autograph? Were you like, oh my God. <laughs> I'm trying to remember when it was. I can't remember, but it was, it's cool. It trips me out still. Like if I'm, you know, selling merch, they're like, oh, can you sign it? Or yeah, I think the weirdest one was uh, I was in Mexico and everybody wanted to take a picture with me. Oh, really? They made me feel like so loved over there and like welcomed. <laughs> it was crazy. I didn't expect it. And even, you know, the guys that I toured with, the Delirians, they were tripping out. They're like, dude, everybody keeps, like, asking you for pictures. <laughs> and I don't mean to sound all like, oh, everybody wanted to take a picture with me. But no, that that really tripped me out when I was there. Yeah. I would get off stage and everybody would be right there like, una foto, Waiting una foto. Like, oh, si, sí, como que no. Like, you know, and I was super yeah. cool with them. But I felt so weird. I'm like, well, you want a picture with me? Okay. Yeah. I'll take, I want a picture <laughs> yeah, with no, you. No, it definitely <laughs> was flattering. It felt good, you know, like for yeah. somebody to like think I was like that important or something to want my signature. So it was cool. I get flattered by it. I don't, I mean, it trips me out, but I feel like super happy to do it when someone asks. Well, you gotta, it looks like you got to sign Kat's boob and then Hazy's butt, so. What? <laughs> That's what they're oh asking for out here. Oh, I already, I already signed Kat's boob one time. <laughs> <laughs> that already happened. All right, so that'll but be another story. I haven't, I haven't done the butt. <laughs> There's a whole other story to this. That's like, I don't know. <laughs> you talked about strange you know, interact signings. You don't remember that signing a booth? Um, I don't know. 
not that I could recall. Mostly just like <laughs> uh, my vinyl or yeah things like that. Yeah, it hasn't got that crazy yet, but. <laughs> right. So what's it like with, um, you know, like you've been in a few bands and then even being a solo artist now, like how is it like relationship wise with these, with your artists? Because one th main thing we've always talked about every episode mm -hmm. is how being in a band is pretty much being like in a relationship. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. So basically the difference, I think, um, sorry, I had a burp. <laughs> that's fine. <laughs> uh, I know that's the only thing about drinking this carbonated crap. It's like, yeah. so if you see me hey, come on that, then you know why. Hey, we're um, all human. Let's do it. <laughs> so definitely, like you said, being in a band is like being in a relationship. You know, there's a lot of different personalities and you got to like always compromise and agree and sometimes you know you have one side saying well i want to do that or that one person yeah. that's like no you know and you always have to find like that middle ground and just like compromise so it's yeah. a lot of compromise a lot of you know putting your pride aside and being patient and just understanding i feel those are like two really important things especially when you're in a band just patience you know and just kind of like thinking about being a team you know it's definitely like you need to be a team and yeah. uh solo it's I mean, I think for me, I never pictured myself being a solo artist. I always pictured myself in a band because literally almost my whole life, it was nothing but bands. And then the last, my last band, The Boss Feats, um, when we broke up, I remember thinking, dude, sorry, I think you guys can hear my dogs. No, it's okay. um, they're like outside my door. They're like stalking me right now. Um, but I think for me, when that happened, I kind of thought to myself, man, what, what am I going to do? Like, am I going to, I don't know if I have the energy to like start all this all over again. And it's a lot of work and you know, yeah. the years go by and you put so much like of your heart and soul into it. So, you know, when it doesn't, when it ends up not, you know, obviously continuing, uh, that's kind of, kind of how I felt because I was kind of at a crossroads. Like, what am I going to do? Am I going to start another band? And then I kind of had this idea, like, what if, I just write songs by myself and I know a lot of people. I could just have people like play and kind of guest and record stuff. But then I thought, man, I need to like really save a lot of money to do that. And it was just like, yeah. kind of, you know, I was confused. I didn't really know what I wanted to do. And then at the perfect moment I had, um, it's a uh, angel city records, the label that I released a couple uh i released a vinyl and like about two eps oh, wow. and so they hit me up and they kind of proposed the idea of me being solo and doing reggae music and i was so happy because i really wanted to do ska and you know all that kind of more the roots of it like that style uh -huh. so it kind of was perfect when it happened it happened at the perfect time so it sounded crazy to me to be solo but when I knew who was going to back me as far as a band, that's the thing. Like I always have a band for the most part at live shows. I have two guitars, bass, keys, the whole thing. So you're pretty much seeing a band. It's just, I'm promoted as a solo artist. So yeah. when they kind of told me who was going to be involved in the project, I was just like, yes, right away. So I think the difference is basically, you know, when you're solo, you a lot, you have to do a lot yourself like promoting yourself and your decisions that you make but i think it made me stronger as an artist for sure to be solo 
it definitely helped me grow as an artist too and handle so, my own stuff you know so one thing you talked about was uh you know growing up you idolized and or you liked uh you know no doubt uh, no doubt has kind of mentioned the fact that you know they made videos about how she's the front person she gets all the attention the band doesn't have you yeah. ever had that conflict in any of your bands um not really you i don't think... have to say names <laughs> <laughs> i think you know definitely sometimes it can kind of be that way where they're where people are like oh like singers don't have to do shit like there's a little <laughs> bit of envy you know as far as like you guys don't have to set nothing up and like yeah. this and that and kind of so, like that thing you know make sure my mic stand is I right here <laughs> I, I felt it a little bit for sure i'm not gonna lie yeah you know that kind of like like you just go up on stage and you grab the mic and like that's it it's like dude yeah. hey it ain't my problem you know nobody told you to be a drummer nobody told you to pick up that big ass amp you know what i mean yeah. <laughs> like don't get mad at me it's not my fault and but, while you're down um, there signing autographs they're still carrying stuff off yeah the stage, like you know? <laughs> it's not on purpose but no i always yeah. try to help though for sure i yeah. think um at first i didn't realize it and then i'm like oh you know maybe i need to be like more helpful and you know do things like that not just yeah you know you got it that's what i mean by being a team you know like even though i'm the singer and i don't have to carry equipment you know it's nice to like help your band members out for sure so that's yeah, something that i learned along the way i'm all oh dang i didn't think like you know people took offense to that but <laughs> i guess i understand that's but nothing that... crazy to where they're like super jealous that like i'm the front woman or anything I've talking been pretty shit lucky. or anything like that yeah i've been pretty lucky you know with the bands that i've been in they've always been pretty supportive of me and respected me so that's, that's awesome. nice yeah so um speaking of you know relationships in the band what about relationships outside of the band like is it tough to be a front per a front woman you know then getting the attention and then is there guys who you might have dated who didn't like it or is that never been a <laughs> came up <laughs> um, kind of like definitely because you know when you're doing shows you know you're busy you're trying to like mingle and you want to you know meet people and people come up to you and so it's, sometimes it's kind you, of part you of feel it, kind you know, of bad yeah. because the person's kind of like just there but um nothing crazy to where someone has tried to tell me like, oh, like it's either me or the music, kind of like all <laughs> drama, you know? Yeah. I don't know if anyone ever said that to me, I'd be like, bye, nice knowing you. Yeah. <laughs> it was nice knowing you, bro. But um, write a song about you. I mean, definitely, you know, I think some people can't handle like, uh, I just I'm friends with everyone. I have a shit ton of guy friends too. I mean, yeah. girls and guys, and I feel like some dudes don't like when you have a bunch of guy friends and you meet yeah. a lot of guys because you know the music scene you know as much now as there is women there's a lot of men and you meet them and some of them end up being homies and I end up being cool with them and you know I see different people around and I'll hang out so not everybody digs that you know but yeah. obviously that's why that person isn't in the picture anymore <laughs> I can't deal with that possessive well, jealous like it just i can't have that in my life especially with what i do yeah Either you can exactly. handle it or you can't you know so yeah that's awesome yeah <laughs> well, i'm glad to hear that you know i'm glad you know you're sticking around because obviously it's it's the right choice you know you're oh yeah you're doing amazing work so i'm glad Thank to you. know that you're sticking <laughs> with that uh one thing about you uh writing music i wanted to ask um i know some artists they write 
their lyrics, and they kind of keep it very broad and open. Um, and some people, you know, will explain their songs. Some people will say, no, I want to be interpreted by the listener. What do you, do you feel that way when you're writing or you just kind of just write what you feel at the time? I honestly think I'm more like of a, I write what I feel. Mm -hmm. um, it's very like organic. A lot of it, you know, either I got inspired by somebody else's situation. A lot of it, you know, is me, you know, the way, what I've been through. So it's very real. I feel my songs are definitely from a place of, you know, being in that position. So yeah. I pretty much write like that from just experiences and whatever's in my mind, on my mind. That's kind of my therapy, you know. So when I have been through like hard times, I definitely, you know, write about it and create something out of it. And it honestly makes me feel like so much better, even though you might be like in a shitty place and you write a song and it's pretty good and you like it. It makes you feel really like really good about yourself. Like, all right, like I could yeah. do this. Like. You know, I might feel this way, but at least I was able to create something out of it. And what's even more amazing is when people reach out to you and they dig the song and they can relate. I think that's like mission accomplished right there, you yeah. know, without even trying to do that. And I think that's like what makes it special is, you know, for people to feel like it, for it to be relatable, you know. And have you ever had that song you've written where it's tough to sing live? Um, I think... When I first wrote it, I could remember one of the songs and I remember I was at, I never said this anyone before, I was at rehearsal and it was like, I think it was before one of a, like a pretty big show and I wrote this song and I think that day I was just feeling it a little bit more yeah. and I, I had a like, I sang it and then I'm like, oh my God, I need to go to the bathroom. Like, I don't know why I'm feeling like this right now. Like it was very overwhelming. Yeah. the emotion i think because i was like feeling a certain way and then i sang it and then after i was like all right guys i'm gonna go to the bathroom and then i was like <laughs> you know like <laughs> it got to me and i'm like what the hell like what's wrong yeah with me? where did that go nothing from, but... where I'm, i i hold it well i hold it together pretty well i feel it still you know but i think that time i was like oh my god i felt like i just wanted to like let it out you know but Man, I, I, I controlled myself and then I went, <laughs> you know, to the bathroom and I took a little breather and then I'm like, all right, I'm good. Like, and then I kind of reminded so myself, like, you're a bad bitch. Go back. In <laughs> you're fine. <laughs> like, so your stop song, it. Your, like, your song is like, so powerful. It, it affected you. Know? you. <laughs> <laughs> like, I kind of had to tell myself, like, dude, get it together. Like, you're yeah. here right now. Like, enjoy the moment. You got these badass people playing for you. Like, yeah. Fuck the rest of that bullshit, you know, that might I'll, be I'll cry on the I'll cry and drive home. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Bump that like sad songs or whatever. <laughs> uh, a good question came up on the comments from Matthew Rhythm. Any pre show rituals, anything you do before the show to kind of get you pumped up or it's your so band weird together? because I can't see any of the or I don't know, maybe I have something different. Um pre show ritual. Uh I think just for me, it's getting ready, like the getting ready part. I'm very like uh, detailed when it comes to what I wear and like what I want to do with my hair. It's like my form of expression as well, not just my okay. music, but my style. So it means a lot to me. So I feel like my ritual is just like getting ready and picking out what I'm going to wear and definitely listening to my favorite music and just feeling like kind of pumping myself up, you know, and I think that's kind of like my little ritual. It's what 
kind of like I wind down and I'm like, all right, like let's do this and getting yeah. ready, getting pump, pump, pumping yourself up and listening to like the music that you like. Yeah. And then um, I think like before I go on stage, I'm very, I get not impatient, but that anxious feeling like, oh, I'm gonna, I want to go on already, you know? Just do it, let's do it. Yeah, let's just do it already. <laughs> the waiting sometimes sucks. So yeah. that's that's the thing for me, the waiting. I feel like. Um, I can't let loose till like after because I'm just so like in the zone, you know, so yeah. and yeah, I'll have like a drink or two to loosen up a little bit and kind of like, you know, walk around to myself and before I never really warmed up, but now I try to a little bit more. Oh, that's good. Yeah. But I'm not going to lie before I was just kind of like, I would just go for that and do it. I, I could do it. Warm I up. Could totally and people do it. would be like, Oh, do you warm up? And even when I was on tour, I didn't really warm up and the guys tripped out. They're like, how the hell have you not? Cause it's common for singers to lose their voice when they're on the road. Cause you're just singing every night. And yeah. luckily I don't know how I did it, but I did. And they were like, how do you not warm up? And you didn't lose your voice. And like, I don't know. But then I thought, you know what like with time that might happen so i started like tr I'm, I'm trying to be better about it i'm trying to like warm up <laughs> more yeah. often but that's pretty much it just listening to the jams and getting ready and kind of just you know slim 95 wants to know up. slim 95 wants to know if it hurt when you fell from heaven oh my god <laughs> <laughs> what's that okay <laughs> So uh, whether you mentioned about um, listening to music, what's your, what are you into right now? What kind of bands? Like, what's your go-to? Would you say? I know it changes often for us. Like, yeah, definitely. Like right you know, now, I'm like, so all over the place. I'll, I'm pretty bad, and I've been meaning to make new playlists because I have a Spotify, so I'll make oh, okay. playlists. And lately, I haven't made any new ones, so I feel like okay, Jackie, like you need to change it up because I'll, I'll be listening to the same damn playlist songs but i can't help it. it's you know what you like i yeah. think right now for me um i don't know i feel like there's so much like amazing music coming out like locally and in the you know soul scene um whether it's soul or reggae i feel like a lot of what's inspiring me right now is like a lot of them are like kind of my peers you know people that like i know like seeing them release new music and there's just um yeah there's a lot of that like a lot of um just nothing mainstream mostly yeah. just like you know locally i guess local but a little like they're like not just local they're a little higher up than that but um yeah definitely like right now i feel like i guess because of projects i'm doing i've been listening to a lot of like soul music uh okay definitely you know reggae um what else a lot of kind of like random spanish music too i don't know i'm like all over the place it just yeah. depends like what i'm in the mood for to be honest for so sure. what i mean with the whole thing with spotify these days and any type of you know i have you know stuff on my phone i just kind of throw it randomly i can hear the beatles and you know uh cannibal corpse the next song holy but like shit when, that's like a big like, night and day right there yeah. <laughs> but like when uh was the last time or like don't you like kind of like did you ever buy like a record anymore and like listen to it like when's the last time you put a record down and just listen to a whole album all the way oh through? yeah um actually i've been buying quite a few records as far as like an lp um 
I got X. My, they're one of my favorite bands. They came out with a new release, so I bought that that record. And then um, just a lot of uh, different records, like off of um, just different indie labels, like Daptone. And you know, there's another. Like I know a lot of these dudes. Uh, um, sorry, I'm getting stuck. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, take a drink. Yeah, I've just been buying a lot of different records. Um, I think the most recent ones that I've gotten are the X one. Um, there's another artist. His name is Jason Joshua. He does like soul music, and he's on Mango Hill Records. Um, okay. I got his records. Uh, my friends, The Illusions, just came out with the record. I bought their record. Um, yeah, just stuff like that. I've just been like, I think there's more, dude, but I haven't like gotten them in the mail. Because what I've been doing <laughs> is they'll be like, oh, pre-order and I'll order it. And yeah. yeah, I've been like into buying like records and just supporting, you know. Is that the I best them, though? Whether I know them or not. Like maybe I just heard of them and from a distance I'm like, hell yeah, they're good. I'm going to buy their record. And yeah, it's for me, it's all about like that support, you know. Yeah. All definitely. the artists I that I like um, that obviously aren't mainstream, but they're amazing. And I feel like they deserve the support. I'm buying their records. So I've kind of been on that tip right now of just trying to support and I feel like definitely with the music that I do like vinyl's super big right now so a lot yeah. of people are releasing vinyl so that's like awesome so I've just been like trying to buy as many records as I can. Publish a clearinghouse that's what Slim95 said a penny a CD man. <laughs> Seriously so yeah because I think for us um especially in this day and age it's so easy to stream a song especially if you have yeah. spotify or itunes like oh i'm gonna hear it on there but there's nothing like that physical copy to me i'm kind of yeah. old school like that and i feel like it's exciting to get that record in the mail and like play it and and listen to it for the first time it's just yeah, it hits different for sure so i've definitely been trying to get better about just like purchasing records whether it's like new up-and-coming artists or just bands that I love, like, man, you know what? I don't have that Clash record. I want to buy it. And, like, yeah. I'll just, you know, see if I can find it. Or, man, I don't have any uh, records of, you know, the cramps or, like, certain genres, you know, like, I need more punk records or I want more, like, uh, 80s records or disco. Like, I'm yeah. super random, like I said. So, or dance music. I want more records like that. So, That's I so definitely awesome, love buying records. Um, I went through a phase where I bought, a good amount and then I stopped for a long time mm -hmm. and then I want to say maybe like maybe like two three two years ago is when I started like wanting to buy records again and stuff like that yeah I know it's a nice thing about that is like is I have a small collection but I'm slowly building it up as well with vinyl but like the whole when I started you know putting a, it down and you know looking at the, all the artwork and the, the lyrics inside and it's a whole experience where you just can sit down and listen to a full album a lot of yeah. albums are meant to be listened to completely. You know what I mean? And so. I feel like that's how you really like learn the songs and relate to them when you actually read what they're singing and what they're saying. Like the song. Oh, definitely. Yeah. More. And then you kind of get to see the band and what they're about. Mm -hmm. I feel like it's a, it, it definitely doesn't compare to like just going online and streaming the song. I think <laughs> I want to encourage people to, you know, guys like, streaming is cool and everything but you're supporting the artist more when you buy their record so yeah that's my thing i i want to have the record in my hand and i want to be able to put it on whenever and it, it literally is going to be there it lasts forever you know if you take care of it um, <laughs> yeah. 
I left one I mean? the sun one time and it warped. It was, it was yeah, <laughs> that's why I mean, like, shit happens. Sometimes you lose things or you misplace them. Trust me, like, I'm the queen of that. But, you know, it's like price. It's like having it forever, you know? it's yeah. That's what I mean. Like, it's a good investment to me. And it's honestly not that much. I mean, yeah. what, like 20 bucks here, 30, 15, 10. Like, it, it depends, you know? It's not yeah. that much. I mean, we spend money on other shit, like dumb stuff. So you can you can buy a record. <laughs> what I what I've what I've done is um, I'll listen to like uh, maybe I'll listen to the record or album first online or maybe a couple of songs, mm -hmm. and then from there I'll buy the vinyl. Yeah, that's what I try to do, or try to do something like either that or buy a shirt or buy something because I, you know, now I'm like understanding more like damn these people survive off this shit. You know what I mean? Even yeah. now during pandemic times, it's even worse. So, you know, I've been trying hard to try to you know buy any merch or anything i can off of off of people who are selling that's cool yeah i think that nothing compares to having like the physical copy at least yeah. for me and i'm not just saying that because of what i do but i think ever since i was young like having the cd in my hand was just a different feeling yeah that was awesome going back in the day and going yeah, to the store like, on a tuesday and that's kind of what it reminds me of now like when i buy somebody's record it gives me that feeling again and i'm like oh yeah. i miss this feeling it's so exciting to like go and buy a record and like, i totally agree i remember like going into like you know uh i saw an interview where you're talking about uh tower records in west covina and yeah. warehouse and, Adora, <laughs> and i was like Man, I remember all those spots. <laughs> like I've been there. Too, I know so was like, there was so nothing. Cool. I loved just walking in there and not really knowing what I was gonna get yeah. or if I was gonna get anything at all. But just you know, like kind of just looking around and then you see like, oh shit! Like I've I've been hearing about this band, and maybe the cover looks cool or something to you, and you just buy it. Like I've done that too. Like the yeah, band Selector. I was so young and I knew they were ska. And, but I really liked the album cover. It was all checkered and like the guy's like leaning and it says too much pressure. And I'm like, man, that looks really cool. I've never really listened to them, but you know what? I'm And it was a CD. It wasn't like vinyl. So I just yeah. ended up buying it. I took a chance and I bought it. And man, it was like the best decision I've ever made because I loved that album and I love that band. Yeah, my so cousin Sometimes Matt. you just have to take a chance and just say screw it like what's the worst that's gonna happen like you don't like it <laughs> oh yeah, wow at least you know you found out and that's it yeah my cousin matt's on here right now he can contest that we used to go to uh tower records and we bought a few albums just based off their covers and ended up liking yeah. some of them you know yeah. but some of, other than that we just go to like uh was it like the other small shops and just trade them in for credit or something <laughs> Something yeah, else. that's the thing. Like, if you if you buy it and you don't like it, you could just kind of do a little swap, a little swap, quick swap. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, one thing I wanted to ask, going back to your band experience, did you ever have that spinal tap moment uh, where just the show just went wrong completely? Oh hell <laughs> yeah, dude! I can't even think of one specific time because I think that's just <laughs> part of being in a band, especially when you're a local band and you play backyards and they're like so fucking unorganized that's just how it is like there's no yeah. set time like you just show up and you're like okay well when are we playing or are you gonna go on like after this band or and then yeah. you get there and like they don't have a fucking pa system or something <laughs> or like 
you know, like it gets shut down and then they move it to somewhere else and then it gets shut down again or like you're playing and like there's like a crazy fight and you're just like, all right, like we got to go. We're only two songs in. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it happens. Um, I remember this specific time, (laughs) my cousin, rest in peace, uh, he was so about wanting to take me to my show and he's like, I want to go to your show, I want to go to your show and and his name is Michael and I was like, are you sure? And he was like totally um, not really into our music, but he didn't care. He just wanted to go like to do something, you know, and yeah. he had a truck. So my girlfriend, uh, Tony, she used to be, in, uh, she plays in the Rukas with us. She's a drummer. Um, so she was with us and she had her drum set and he had a truck. So it was perfect. And I was all pumped. Oh, yeah, I guess we can go in your truck. Yeah, Yeah, and I was like, how? because he even said, he's like, I have a truck. She can bring her drums and this and that. And I told him, we're going to play in Hollywood. And that was like a big deal, you know, at the Knitting Factory. And oh, oh, my God, hell yeah, we're going to play at the Knitting Factory. And I was all pumped that, you know, my cousin was actually like taking me to my show. And we were hanging out. And it was fun. You know, we were driving there. Tell me why. I mean, this is before, like, we had navigation on our phone or anything. <laughs> we had MapQuest, but I don't know. You had to print it out or write it down. Happened. I, don't, I don't get it. So stupid and so young. So we're driving and I thought, oh, I know where it's at. Like, I don't need directions, you know? And yeah. so <laughs> I forgot what time we had to play. So we're on our way. And for some reason, um, the Knitting Factory was on Hollywood Boulevard, right? Yeah. So, so tell me why I told them to get off like on Sunset or something else. And we're driving we're going to the all the way down Sunset. <laughs> and I'm just like, where the fuck is it? I don't see it. And I got us so lost. <laughs> and like I said, there was no navigation. I remember yeah. calling the band and I'm like, dude, we're right here. And it's like, if they're not there, it's especially if you're like not map savvy or whatever. I'm like, by the you don't know where the person and, uh... is. You're like, I'm coming from this area. Like, where should I go? They don't know what to tell you. They were like trying so hard to help us. And I was just getting pissed off at everybody because nobody <laughs> could tell us how to get there. Even though it's not even their fault. It's my yeah. fault for like not even knowing where the hell I was going to play. It was so Don't stupid. worry. I got this. I got this. Yeah. <laughs> I thought, oh, I know where it's at. And my poor cousin, he literally has never like done this before. And I was yeah. all pumped up. And yeah, we got so lost. I don't even know where the hell we were. I literally was like crying, like, cause I was so pissed. <laughs> like, I know I can be kind of like a drama queen sometimes. I'm not gonna lie. I was like, I think it was just the stress of like not getting there to the point <laughs> where we didn't even fucking play because oh. I, we got that lost, dude. We didn't end up playing. Damn, you missed the whole show? We, I missed our set. <laughs> I missed our set. And I was like so pissed off. I was like, so mad that i started crying and i'm just and then he's like dude calm down it's fine he's like you don't have, don't cry it's okay and yeah. like, it's because you know you went out of your way and like i got us lost and we didn't even get to play and i was so pissed dude yeah and i remember it was so shitty but now it's like one of my favorite memories because it's like <laughs> you know he's not here anymore so it's a nice yeah. like memory to have like all oh, my good story to take me to my show it's a good story but it was like yeah kind of shitty how we never got to the venue <laughs> but it was it was quality time with them you know before yeah. he left left us so it's just a funny story like man sorry because you're listening yeah. right now but 
I didn't mean to. I thought I knew where my show was, but I guess not. <laughs> He's like, are you really in a band? That was like, the. I think that was like the worst one for me. And I learned my lesson after that. I was like, I'm never going to assume that I know where anything is ever again. Yeah, I just... Oh, yeah, but that was like that work. was probably like the the one that takes the cake right there. Like I actually <laughs> missed my own show. Like who, who yeah, does that, that shit? <laughs> that's the probably so far. That's probably the biggest. I never. No one's ever said they missed a show yet. <laughs> I missed me right here. This girl right here missed her own show. So. Uh, uh, I believe it's Kat said she wanted to know um, about when you, or talk about when you um, had to sing with the karaoke mic for a show. <laughs> For a show? In Apple Valley, she says. Oh, yeah, yeah. So they want you to karaoke. Because you know what? Sometimes people, like, if they don't really throw shows or they're doing, like, for example, this was, like, for someone's birthday, I believe. So, you know, they don't know much about how to throw a show. They're just kind of like, well, we want you guys to play. And if you guys could come, cool, you know. And we were super down for it. And they were nice people. But, you know, it comes with, what comes with it is that, they didn't know they had to have a PA and we didn't ask either I think because I don't remember the last time I had to ask someone if they oh, are yeah. you gonna have a PA there it's like a given like you just show you know, up and... there's a gonna be a PA there you know but they didn't have a PA so it was pretty funny I was like oh my god and right away I was like why but then the girls <laughs> were so good about being chill about it and it was like a good balance because right away yeah. i get like freaked out like oh my god we don't what are we gonna do really like we don't they don't have a pa like because we were far away like we couldn't just all oh, right <laughs> like we could just go down the street and get something that we have like wherever it was like no we were yeah. in freaking apple valley like we're it's not even drive, here. Yeah. <laughs> we don't know anybody here like what are we gonna do but luckily the other band came through so that was cool <laughs> but yeah oh, that's always the that's always the funniest when that you was to borrow lucky, equipment from yeah, other bands. <laughs> I mean, that was, that's happened to me quite a few times where they're like, oh, we don't have a PA. And I'm just like, what? Oh my God. Like they assume that because you're the band, you have everything, you know, which yeah. sometimes you do, but not enough to like be loud enough for a whole crowd. It might be like, you know, a PA you have for like rehearsal or something. So, but we pulled it off. We did it. So that's all that matters. <laughs> that's awesome. So. We're pretty much uh, rounding out the questions here. So um, now we kind of get into some random questions. I just like to ask people just to kind of break the ice and just, you know, something kind of different. Um, okay. Everyone, no. everyone, everyone, everyone gets bored, right? Everyone's sitting around and then you have to check their phone. What's your go-to game on your phone? A game? Yeah. You play on your phone. You can't sleep. You're waiting in the waiting room. I don't actually have any games. You don't play any games on your phone? Mm -mm. You know, you're the second person so far to say that they don't, don't. play games on their phone. I don't Which is, actually. To me, it's so crazy. I feel like every, you're, yeah. everywhere you go, you always see people on there and they're doing stuff. And... Yeah, no, I don't have any games on my phone. I think for me, when I'm like browsing, if I get like bored, obviously like after a while, you know, everybody goes on Instagram, you check your stuff. But I really like Pinterest. I get stuck. Oh. <laughs> Like, I'll literally look at everything, like, oh, like, like, it's so late, and I'm, like, looking at a freaking recipe for, like, I don't know, like, pizza or something, like, yeah, so I'm so gonna make this. <laughs> yeah, and then you save it, or I'll just look at, like, art, or, like, just, like, you know, when they have, like, things of how to organize, or just random shit, and I just get so stuck, because everything's on there, like, literally, if you need an idea, 
yeah oh let me look it up on pinterest it's there like everything so i get stuck on pinterest i think that's like nice. my thing that i, I get sucked into <laughs> so when you're away you're on pinterest <laughs> like i love looking at, re at recipes i personally really do like cooking when okay. i have the time and stuff i just don't like the mess and all that shit but i do like <laughs> cooking. The that's the only thing part. that like holds me i'm like oh my god it's gonna be like so many dishes <laughs> but it's right. you know but i feel like i like cooking when it's not just for me when i oh, okay. when i have like you know when i'm cooking for someone or if it's like a get together, I cook for people. Like I love that. I love feeding people, but mm. when it's just me, for some reason, that's like eh. Like I don't really try, but when, yeah. but when it's like for someone or something or a little get together, I'm like all about it. So, recipes are cool on Pinterest. Like oh dang, like that looks bomb. Okay, I might make that or this and that. So what's, that's what's like my thing that I get sucked into. What have you made that was you're like, you know, Recently, you're like wow. Recently, I made um carrot cake cupcakes. Carrot cake cupcakes. Mm hmm. Oh my god, they were so bomb. And then, what All else right, did I make? Oh, I got a vegan uh, mac and cheese mm -hmm. uh, recipe. Like, so you basically make um. I'm not vegan, but I don't eat like most meat. I just eat fish. So I guess technically I'm pescatarian. Pes pescatarian. Yeah. Yeah, but um, I really love vegan food too. Like, I love the idea of just like making getting it's very creative you know so yeah. a lot of the times i'll go on pinterest like if i feel like making like things without me and to get more ideas mm -hmm. um because i mostly do eat vegetarian anyway um so i'll go on there and get ideas so i made a vegan mac and cheese with like cashews like you make like the sauce oh, with wow. cashews dude it sounds weird i never thought of that it sounds good <laughs> dude so good it's all about the spices, man. Like you can make a lot of things taste really good if you put the right yeah. amount of seasoning and all that. So I made that, and then I also got a vegan meatloaf recipe. Okay. Um. Yeah, and you make it with lentils and uh, like just a bunch of other crap. Like isn't it an oxymoron? A meatloaf vegetarian? vegetarian? I know, right? <laughs> hey, just because I mean, my thing is, I don't like how it's made obviously but it doesn't mean i never liked how it tasted because i'm not gonna <laughs> lie you know it's that i think that's what it is is that we didn't hate how it tasted it's just we don't like what happens or what's you, in yeah. it you know <laughs> so that's why i think for vegans and vegetarians that's why they find like those substitutes because it's human you're like man like i really miss like for example like carne asada tacos and now they oh, have yeah. like so many options it's it's pretty yeah. amazing to me that they can that they're able to do that so yeah. yeah, I did that and then um so random, but I remember one Thanksgiving, uh <laughs> I wanted to make macaroni and cheese, but like a baked macaroni and cheese. And mm. I don't know if you're familiar with the singer Patty LaBelle. Yeah. She's yeah. like, yeah. Who? So <laughs> So she I didn't even know this. I discovered she like cooks and stuff because she made like pies. I didn't know that. Yeah, she has these pies that come out for Thanksgiving and they always sell out at Walmart. Oh, wow. And tell me why. Oh, why? Yeah, it's it's a sweet potato pie. And so the reason I know about it is because there's a video of this guy and he's trying it and he's like, oh, my God, Patty. And he's it's so funny. <laughs> and he's like singing and stuff. And I don't know. It's yeah. hilarious. So I'm like, shit, that looked good. I want to get one. So I got yeah. one and I freaking left it in my dad's car. So I, never <laughs> got 
I was so pissed. And we went back and they were sold out because I saw it and yeah. there was like a few left. And I'm like, dude, I'm totally going to give in and like give in to the hype, you know? So I bought yeah. one and then I left it in the fucking car. Is it seasonal? Yeah, I think so. But they have it like th for Thanksgiving mostly at Walmart from what I know. So anyway, she cooks. So I found her recipe and I'm like, dude, I trust her. Like, I don't know. I just do. <laughs> especially because i'm like i want like a really good like mac and cheese like kind of like soul food style like you know yeah. how like roscoe's would make it or like just very like rich i wanted yeah. something like that so i saw patty labelle and i'm like dude i'm gonna make it like i'm sold so it was really good so i made that too i feel like oh, i've been talking awesome. about food for a really long time <laughs> but i got really excited right now yeah but um yeah I think that those were like the main ones that of the recipes that I made. Oh, and then lasagna rolls too, bomb. Mm, I got, but I kind of play with it and tweak it sometimes, or I'll add things and make it my own. But for the most part, Pinterest is a shit for recipes, man. Any, I feel like anyone could cook. Just be patient and follow each step yeah. or whatever. It's all there. My wife's saying she can't. It's whenever it's. Her thing is like if you have directions, she can't do it because she wants to add what she wants and she wants to. But yeah. it's usually really good. But if it's like something from the box and you have to follow it, then it's not going to work because mm -hmm. you have to follow. I those think things, but... with cooking you can get away with that, but with baking you cannot. Like everything yeah. needs to be precise, Science, or else you're going to yeah. have some weird ass shit happen. Like the cookies are going to be like hard as a rock or something. I don't know. <laughs> or they're going to be like her. all flat. You know, like I feel like stupid things happen like that with baking. Like you can't just be like, oh, I'm just going to throw this in there. Like, but with cooking, you can kind of get away with that. But that my thing her. is I definitely like look at the recipe first. And if there's like a funky ingredient in there where I'm like, why the hell did they put, I'm like, no, I'm not doing this one. Yeah, yeah. And then I read the comments and I'm like, all right, let me see if they, what they say about it. And if everybody's like, oh, it's so good. Or if, People are like, oh, it's it was weird. They put too, it was too much of this, and I'm like, no, 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 no. I'm not gonna make that one. So you're like, like Fritos in the pasole. What the fuck? <laughs> what? Oh, Frito, Fritos no. in the pasole. <laughs> Rachel Ray pasole. What the heck, dude? I can't. I, I was getting a kick out of that though. <laughs> like those posts. It's yeah. that. I don't know if you follow them. Fools gone wild. Yeah. Well, my friend, he follows them. I don't have to because he sends me. Like almost yeah. every post. So. Well, you, gotta, you, gotta follow, you gotta follow them, dude. It's not the same. You gotta. Yeah. They're like so see it first, fucking ridiculous. Yeah. They are beyond ridiculous. But man, the comment section is like bust. I'm busting up because people just say some funny shit. So yeah, they were make. They would post videos of her making the pozole, and that was yeah. like their thing. They would like post people making like weird ass like their own like version of like I don't know pozole and whatever else it was and nachos this girl had like but the pozole was like oh fritos and then like <laughs> we're gonna put some uh vinegar uh jalapenos and some cheese and you're just like what the hell is she making nachos like straight up and then some sour cream i was like what yeah i showed it to my dad i'm like dude i have to show he's all he was like what the hell like what yeah. is that i think when i saw that was uh the reaction videos they had like some older mexican ladies who watched it and they're like talking shit like what the fuck yeah like so that's when i first saw the whole the audacity shit, yeah. like right <laughs> what is going on here all right let's jump back into a little bit of music here uh what's your go-to <laughs> karaoke song 
I don't really do karaoke that much, but I think the last time I did Selena, Cat remembers. <laughs> that was fun. I think her, you know how she does that disco medley, like live? Yeah. That shit's fun. It's so long though, but that's yeah. definitely like a fun karaoke song. Um, I think stuff like Blondie, I like doing Aretha. That's always fun too. Aretha Franklin songs. What else? That's pretty much it. That's what I can think of. Amy Winehouse stuff. Like pretty much all the music I like that I obviously don't get to sing on a regular basis. Yeah. I did a live actually in the last year, like when everything was really locked down. And I just had this idea, like, what if I just do, like, because, um, you know, people, re like, when I cover songs, people automatically, like, request, like, you should do this or that. So I thought it'd be cool, like, to do a live where I just do, like, karaoke. And people can request what they want. And it was interesting, like, I had Selena, um, Amy Winehouse, No Doubt. I got, like, Heart, a Heart, uh, a request for Heart. I didn't get to do that one, though, but that would be cool yeah one of their songs because her range is like so sick it would be cool to like kind of challenge myself but yeah just stuff like that like pretty much whatever pops in my head <laughs> that's awesome so uh one other thing i want to talk about one of my last questions is uh really really love that you did was uh with the rukas with the hazy chaos hey. and, and everything you did with them and what i really want to talk about is how you guys perform shows but you donated all the money and all profits, mm -hmm. right? Yeah, we did. Um, I think because honestly, it just started as like a fun project. Technically, it was more like, hey, let's hang out and jam out for fun. And then it just turned into, dude, we should play. I got all excited because yeah. we had, first of all, we had a lot of fun. That was number one. And then number two, I felt like, man, we sound pretty good. We should actually do this. I think it'd be a fun thing to play live and, you know, kind of get, get it out of our system. Like all these covers that, and songs we kind of grew up listening to and like actually get to play them. Because I would listen to like X-Ray Specs Distillers and I'd be like, man, it'd be so dope to play that bass line live or to like sing or like actually like kind of sing a different style. Like obviously, you know, the stuff I sing is more like on the soulful side and all that. So singing punk, it brings out like another, like, you know, like more of an aggression that yeah. I do kind of have already, I feel. <laughs> um, when I sing, I feel like, you know, I'm pretty out there. But with punk, it's like, it's okay. So that mm -hmm. was really fun to just like, not not really think about it and just enjoy doing it. So it started as like a thing for fun. And I think when people started hitting the sub to play shows and they asked, how much do you guys charge? I didn't know what to say. I felt like I didn't even think about this. I just kind of, you know, had the idea of playing, but for some reason I didn't think, oh yeah, well, people are going to ask that, you know? So when they did, I just asked the girls because once we announced it, I felt like, dude, like so many people were hitting us up. It was awesome. Yeah. We got You're a lot of support. And you one hundred thousand million. <laughs> <laughs> I know, right? So I just told the girls, like, what should we charge? Like, I don't know what the hell to say. And um, yeah, we just decided to donate it. And once that got brought up, I felt us all get so excited about that idea. Because the yeah. possibilities are endless, dude. Like, there's so many people and organizations that could use your help. 
it's it would be never ending so we thought why not just you know do that just donate to whoever we feel we want to donate to and and do something for a good cause and it's pretty dope to be able to you know do something for a good cause and do like what you love and have fun it was like effortless you know it didn't feel like work or anything so that was a pretty cool thing to be able to do that i think that was the most amazing to me the fact that you, when you guys were doing that i realized you guys are straight doing this for the passion of playing you know what I mean? yeah then, we just were you know a group of friends that wanted to play music and i think also the idea of just having a all-girl band was yeah. exciting for me it's just a different vibe for sure it, it was so yeah. fun i miss it a lot especially because i have playlists on my spotify that says rukas and it's oh. like all the songs we covered and then i have another playlist that i made for the day of our first show i just kind of oh. threw in like you know like a, a bunch of throwbacks and like nostalgic shit like together like a bunch of punk stuff and things that i like yeah. So sometimes I'll listen to it and it gets me all like pumped up and I'm all, oh, I miss playing this song. That was so fun. <laughs> I want to rage again. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So that's pretty much all I have for you. Um, wow, you it plug? went by fast. I feel yeah. like, did I even, I felt like, I don't know, what, what did I do this whole time? <laughs> did I even answer a question? <laughs> did I even talk? No. <laughs> yeah, but uh, go ahead and talk about anything that you're doing currently that's about to release. Anything you want to plug? Um, Sure. So I'm gonna do. I'm gonna grab a drink while you're doing this. Yeah, yeah. I have some like shameless self-promoting. So the most recent thing that came out is actually um, under Noriega Records. It's this 45 right here, and I do a cover, um, and it's called Flame. And then also, that's on their uh, Instagram. It's actually oh my god, I was really happy with the way this came out. The whole production and the sound is just to the T. So shout out to Gabe Roland and Noria Noria. Ugh, I can't even talk about Noriega <laughs> Records for that. And then I also have this is one of my first releases right here. Introducing nice. Jackie Mendes. As you can tell by the hair and everything, I'm always changing my look. So you can tell <laughs> it's very old. Um, it has about like six songs on it. And uh, this was my first release on Angel City. Um, and then where can people get that at? so actually this is um on their website so if you go on the angel city uh records instagram also on my instagram in my bio i have like links to um the merch as well so you can literally go there and find it and then i also have this um this my second release i know <laughs> um this is also released on angel city records so it's basically um pretty much the vinyl version of this but we added uh two live tracks on it and then um those are like the older ones i think the more recent ones that are gonna come out i don't have a physical copy just yet but it's under solo records and i'm pretty excited for this one because it's kind of uh still in the element but a different style for me so usually you know i've been doing ska reggae music for a long time and i've always loved like oldies and soul music growing up as well so i kind of just started writing i decided let me just write a soul style song yeah. and i did and um they they heard of it and then they hit me up and they wanted to release it so it worked out because they're a soul label and yeah. uh they're called uh, Sola, Sounds of Los Angeles. 
so they're also on instagram so that's going to be the latest release um under them and it's going to have an original and also a a remake of um del humphrey so that's going to be the latest wow. and, yeah and then what You're busy. Else? yeah you know i just kind of i think 2020 just kind of sparked something for me yeah. i think not having uh you know obviously not being able to play live and stuff it just kind of made me realize like you know what i need to just use this time wisely and you know do what i can and i think the doors just kind of started opening um i started doing uh stuff with sola and then noriega records and it's all like soul style music so just those doors were opening you know and i'm like you know what i'm just gonna go with it i i don't like to put myself in a box i don't want to <laughs> yeah. feel like oh i'm only doing this style and that's all i do i kind of just welcome whatever i feel i write and this was a perfect time to kind of venture you know so i'm that's kind of what i've been doing and the latest thing last thing um it's called the delight so it's basically we just decided to do this project it's me uh nira and trish toledo so they're also amazing singers amazing ladies and yeah we just decided to team up and do something together and we have a instagram as of today so go give us a follow that's like the latest thing and i'm like really excited about that i can't yeah. wait for people to check that out i feel like people are stoked you know to see three ladies you know join that obviously we all have our own thing going but we're kind of joining forces for this one so it's pretty exciting yeah that's awesome man thank you yeah. so much for doing this and thank you thank for you taking the time. for having me i hope i wasn't boring or anything oh no not at all trust me because <laughs> you never know it just it's yeah. it's like i could see you but it's like to know that other people are watching but you can't see them it's so fucking weird <laughs> so yeah you're like, it's definitely uh, it's a new time it's a new way of doing but it, so, yeah. shout out to all of you who tuned in and are watching right now i appreciate it i hope that this wasn't uh boring for you <laughs> thank you for checking it out I definitely want to give a shout out to Hazy Chaos for making this interview possible. Um, yes. It would never happen without, without them. I then, freaking um, love them so much. They've been like yeah. nothing but supportive and their drive is so, you know, it's inspiring. They're always just like doing so much and with, they're just awesome. I just love those girls. Yeah, it's, <laughs> so it's shout crazy. Shout out to them too. Since they're I've known them. They've always been so supportive, you know? Yeah, since I've known them, I've kind of fire up my ass and I've been like doing so much more different projects and working on different things and pushing stuff and they've been pushing me you know for other stuff Aww. they're like hey you should do that blah blah like, hey do you need help with this I'm like oh that's the thing they're like yeah, so they're helpful so awesome. too yeah, yeah. The nicest people I ever. love them yeah <laughs> so shout out guys yeah, definitely for them <laughs> thank you guys so much for getting this all together thank you Jackie for taking the time out for thank doing you, this man, it's been awesome it was nice talking to you and Hopefully one day when things are back to normal, we could see each other in person and say what's yeah, up. Definitely. We're definitely to your wife. I would love to meet her too. And Oh yeah. She's yeah. waiting it for that. Be, it would She'd be, be excited. Awesome. <laughs> I can't wait. Yeah. You know, at least we could do this, but hopefully, you know, we see each other at a show or something. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. Well, thank you so much. Good luck in everything you're doing, thank man. You. I wish you, you nothing too. but success. Thank you so much. Good luck yeah. to you as well. And keep doing this. It's awesome. All right, thank you. Have Bye, a good night. Bye, have a good night. Bye.